Welcome back to Financial Freedom 101. Once again, I'm your host, Robert, and this is episode 11. Today's episode is about budgeting. Now, before you say anything, I know exactly what you're thinking. Why are we talking about budgeting again? It's only episode 11, and we are already repeating topics. Can't we come up with new content for our shows? This is a valid point, and if you're thinking this, you are correct. We have discussed this topic in a previous episode. Please know, however, that I actually have another episode on risk mitigation almost completely written, but I thought this topic was so important that it deserved a second look, especially at this time of year. For those of you coming back to listen to this episode at a later time, this episode was written and recorded during the first week of December, and just about anywhere you choose to live, this time of year is known as a season of giving. Many religions have celebrations based around this time of year as well, but regardless of whether you look at this holiday season from a religious or secular point of view, there is most likely some aspect of the celebration that revolves around gift giving. It is this reason why I thought that another podcast on budgeting was so important. While the issues discussed in this episode can be related to any celebratory period in which gifts are given, such as birthdays, anniversaries, Valentine's Day, etc., Christmas time has become so heavily commercialized that going into debt is almost as guaranteed as overeating on Thanksgiving in the U.S. or at Christmas dinner. From the start of November, and in some cases even before Halloween is complete, We are inundated with advertisements for Black Friday or Cyber Monday sales, the two largest shopping days of the year. Manufacturers release new products at this time of year with the hottest items being backordered for weeks or months on end, causing individuals to spend two to three times as much as the item is worth just to have it for Christmas. Stores are ramping up holiday sales, online shopping platforms are offering bargains of the year, and even charity organizations are out in full force hoping to take advantage of the spending sprees that everybody is going on. It is also this time of year in which many companies are giving out annual bonuses in order to decrease that year's tax liabilities, which puts more cash in the consumer's pockets, meaning they have more money to spend. I am in no way saying that you should become a Scrooge and not buy gifts or give to charities, but you need to be responsible and plan for it. I, for one, love Christmas time. I love the music, the movies, the decorations, the gift giving, and of course, the gift receiving. But I refuse to go into debt because of it. I see people going into stores buying thousands of dollars worth of gifts and putting it all on credit cards because they can buy now and pay later. Others want to be the first one on their block to have the latest and greatest iPhone or Xbox. And once again, they buy it on credit so they can pay later. For those with kids, they want to buy so many presents that it takes them all day to open everything up. While it's great to make others and yourself happy by buying presents, most of the spending that occurs is not planned or budgeted for, meaning bad debt is being taken on by the consumer. Most people will defend going overboard at Christmas and putting everything on credit cards because what other time of year will you find such great deals in the stores? Additionally, by putting the gifts on credit cards, they are able to pay for the gifts over the next four to five months and therefore will not be draining their bank accounts. Unfortunately, however, as we spoke about in episode eight, this is a mindset of the poor or the employee. 
Do you really think Christmas is the only time stores are going to have great sales? Here in Singapore, we get great sales every month in the way of the 11-11 sale for November, the 10-10 sale for October, and so on. We have the Great Singapore Sale, which lasts an entire month around August each year. There are also Valentine's Day sales, Veterans Day sales, and many other sales throughout the year on the same scale as Christmas sales. While it's great to get the latest Xbox or other new item for Christmas, history has also shown us time and time again that if you wait three to four months, the price will drop significantly as stocks go up and the rush to buy the item dies down, allowing you to get the item at a cheaper price, sometimes cheaper than when it was on sale in December. In regards to putting everything on credit cards, it is true that this will allow you to pay off the gifts over the next four to five months, but at what cost? Credit cards do not give credit for free. They charge for it. Depending on your credit score, your credit risk profile, and the types of benefits included on your card, you can easily expect to pay at least 20 to 25% interest, assuming you have good credit, compound it monthly on your credit cards. That means if you spend $1,000 on your credit card with 20% interest and a goal of paying it off over the next five months, you would end up paying over $50 in interest. $50 may not seem like much, but it does add up. And be honest with yourself. How likely will it be that you won't use that credit card and will actually pay this amount off in five months? With all of that being said, I would actually argue that there are better ways to shop for Christmas or any other gift-giving occasion. It's called budgeting and planning ahead. I've already highlighted above that there are sales going on all year long. Why not buy your presents ahead of time instead of leaving all of your shopping to December? This not only spreads your spending out over the year, but it also reduces the burden of debt that you would normally accumulate in December. I started buying Christmas presents back in June because of a sale a store had. They had items that were buy one, get the second for 50% off of a certain brand of items. I bought one item for a birthday present and saved the other for Christmas. Here's the kicker. The sale that I took advantage of in June was better than any sale they have had so far for Christmas. I do this every year. If I see items that I think would make a great birthday present, Christmas present, etc., why wait until right before that occasion to buy the item when I can get it now? On top of buying things early, I also start creating a Christmas budget. You do not have to put away a lot of money each month, but if you plan ahead, you can let your money work for you while you are saving. If I want to put money aside for a specific use and want to ensure I do not touch it, I invest it. I put it in stocks, bonds, and unit trusts so that my money can grow and work for me. If I put it in the bank, not only is it easily accessible, but if you are lucky and actually earn interest on your money, you're only earning maybe 0.1% per year. On the other hand, if you put your money in low-risk investments with a history of steady returns and dividend payments, you can earn 4 to 5% on your money or more. Yes, there is a risk involved with doing this, but at the end of the year, even if that investment loses value, 
you will still have part of your principal investments available for withdrawal. And if you purchase dividend-paying stocks or unit trust, you will have accrued all the dividend payouts as well. If you want to learn more about risk mitigation, stay tuned to the next podcast where we will be discussing this exact topic. At the end of the day, you cannot control the future. You can only control the present. If you put $1,000 on your credit card to pay for Christmas presents, that is $1,000 off your total available credit. What happens if you have an emergency home or car repair in January? Instead of paying off that $1,000 in five months as you had originally planned for, you are now looking at having to pay off over $2,000 or more with the possibility that other unexpected expenses will come up. On top of that, what if you have limited credit and because of that $1,000 you spent on Christmas presents, you no longer have enough credit left to pay for the emergency expenses? What then? If you started buying your presents early and investing $50 to $100 each month, come December, you could have over $1,100 or more in investments and potentially 50% of your shopping done. On top of that, you get to enter the new year without taking on any additional debt. If nothing else, isn't that a great Christmas present for yourself? Christmas is a great time of year. It's full of giving, sharing, and spreading of cheer. For most, giving is very rewarding and makes us feel good. But it doesn't mean we have to go into debt while spreading Christmas joy. With just a little bit of forward planning and budgeting, you can enjoy the season without breaking the bank or worrying about how you're going to pay things off. We know how busy everybody is during this time of year, and we'd like to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to this episode. We hope you got something out of it, and would like to wish everybody out there a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week ahead. 